Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And if you don't want anything more in the world but to have Migos and Cher drop a mixtape together, well, this might be the podcast for you. <laughs> and uh, this is Jaren, a.k.a. Petty Pablo. And this is Win It All World Series TJ. Get it, Petty Pablo, not Petey. And we, um, today, uh, is a special day because we have a special guest. Oh, yeah. And uh, this guest is actually um, with TJ today. This is TJ's first time having a guest. First time, baby. It's the first time for everything. Yeah. First time. And uh, this guest is uh, pretty much the reason why TJ can't talk about bad bitches on the podcast. (laughs) Man, because they be listening. You know what I'm saying? They be listening. They be watching. So, special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Green Prozac Tia. Okay. So, um, I can get into my World Series TJ, but I'm interested in why you are Green Prozac Tia. (laughs) Well, uh, by the end of the podcast, you will be able to... uh, know why I call myself that so let's just keep it rolling wow she must be a pro listener check this out first time on a podcast ever and she's trying to hook you to make sure you stay to the end of the podcast shout out to you Tia (laughs) (laughs) shout out so check it yeah go ahead I was gonna say speaking of shout outs oh go for it um well no you you you'd mentioned your world your what do you say what was your name today world series uh, win it all TJ win um, it all World Series TJ something like that is that happening right now or uh, yeah that's over right now but I want you to oh, get your it? shout outs cracking yeah I want you to get your shout outs cracking okay so cool I never watched TV but the other day I happened to be standing in front of, t- of a TV I saw a LeBron James um, Sprite commercial yeah and at the end of that commercial they played a song and that okay, song, song was that? Code in Minnesota by Little Yachty Get oh the get goodness. out of town. Lil Yachty is getting Sprite money out here. Oh my yo. This is a dis- <laughs> they, you know what? So check it. They must have a budget. <laughs> they got a budget for rap. Like they, they just have a hip hop budget. And they're like, yo, who are we gonna put in this joint right now? We're gonna put somebody in. Let's get this guy. So had to be. So do they had to be. So do you think Lil Yachty gets credit for it, or is like the, that's the producers? They didn't actually play his voice, but it was they definitely just played the beat. Yeah, it was definitely the beat. Oh uh, no, that's producer money, bro. You don't think Lil Yachty so, gets any of that? I don't think so. I mean, he will eventually because people will <laughs> nah, know that's man. his song. Nah, that's his beat. They played his beat, not his song. They played the producer's beat. Maybe, he but I don't know how he bit. got. Maybe he did actually. Tch, it is not a difficult beat, so maybe he produced it himself. Well, still shout out to Lil Yachty for getting that sprite for money. For getting that sprite money, uh, yeah. A, shout out to you. In another Yachty. quick, uh, speaking of dreams, because that would be a nice uh, uh, duo, I think, Lil Yachty and Twenty One Savage, right? Mm, they're nothing alike, bro. <laughs> well, Twenty One Savage, he's we we talked about him last week. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, okay. Maybe they would. So, I, so I found out why he was riding around on the ATV with Meek Mill because they did a song together. Dude, dude, no. Ask him why he was smiling so hard, though. That's what I want to know. He's supposed to be Twenty One Savage. Why was he smiling? Young so Savage, hard? why are you smiling so hard? 
Yeah, um, yeah exactly. I don't know because he's about to get that Meek Mill money. He he's on a song <laughs> and with Meek Mill, and uh, he's kind of been playing both sides. So kind of like uh, Bone oh, did. Oh, because he did have a like a Drake track, right? Yeah, kind of like Bone did with Biggie and Tupac. And Pac, yeah. So yep. Twenty One Savage is basically the Bone of 2016. Well, mm, no, no, no. Do not do no, that. Uh-uh. No. Why not? They just they just had a similar action. Like they did the same type of thing. They're not similar. They are basically the same people. I mean, these guys are beefing. Mm. Twenty one Savage split them in half, just like Bone did. So shout out oh, to him, God. getting that money. Oh. Meek Mill and Drake money. I'm sure he got a hundred thousand <laughs> for that feature for both of those features. Yeah, right. He did that for free. He just wanted to get his name out. Uh-huh. Ain't no way Drake is paying 21 Savage. Yo, dog, let me get you on the track. Oh. I got. Oh, you know what? I take that back. He bought him a Ferrari for his birthday. Oh, yeah. See? So, there you go. There you go. More than 100,000. <laughs> there you oh, go. And check this out. It. And one more observation I made. Um, so, you know how Apple Music they have. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But Apple Music, they show an image of the artist when you pull them up, right? And yep. so for the 21 Savage and Metro Boomin um, album. I looked at it closer because it just shows them, but I looked at it closer. Twenty One Savage is actually sitting like on like a motorbike of some sort. I was just about to say he was with Meek, right? Well, no, 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 no. He's he was with Metro <laughs> Boomin, but he was on the bike. So actually, Twenty One Savage may actually know how to handle a motorcycle and the ATV and stuff. So, or he was faking it till he make it, and he was just sitting on top of one and took a picture. I don't know why no they would have took that picture, but. I just wanted to yeah. point out that, you know, I'm still not sure why he was on that uh, ATV with Meek, but yeah, I'm not. I either. mean, it's no different from TJ riding on the back of an ATV with you, right? Right. Well, uh, with TJ, no, that is different. It's different. TJ we talked about that be, last week. TJ would definitely be on the bike. Mm. Nah, dog, I'll be leading, bro. <laughs> wow, it wouldn't, my bike. It wouldn't <laughs> seem right for me to be behind you, holding on to you. <laughs> dog, you might pull me off of that. That's what I'm saying. They you might pull it, me it, from the driver's seat, dog. Like from, if you lean back too hard from I'm a lose physics control. standpoint, it wouldn't work. <laughs> right, physically. All right, enough of that motorbike talk. So check it out. World Series. So there was a championship in baseball, Major League Baseball. The Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Shout out to them. That's super dope. Congratulations. They came back from a three-one deficit, which is really cool. And they, they ended up Why is this so important They ended up breaking What's called the Billy Goat Curse You know what the Billy Goat Curse is Are, are you talking about baseball Yeah baseball Major League oh, Baseball I, I don't know anything. You have no idea So look This I team didn't even was know supposedly, the World Series Was happening To be honest Alright well That's why I'm here for you dog Okay So The Billy Goat Curse Was apparently Back in 1945 This guy who owns a tavern Called the Billy Goat Tavern His name is Billy And he owns a Billy Goat And he went to the World Series And he got kicked out Of the World Series Because his goat stunk Like people was mad At the way his goat smelled So supposedly He put a curse on them He said Y'all ain't gonna never win Another game Basically Another World Series So he did like On Color Purple And was like Until you do right by me (laughs) Right (laughs) Right He pulled a color purple before the movie came out okay and so uh they hadn't won for 108 years dog but you know so since we're talking about observations uh it just blew my mind how a game was created in this society right 
that's so important that people are emotionally attached to a team or multiple teams. People argue over teams. They get happy when teams win. They feel like they achieved something when a team won. People cry in happiness when a team wins the championship. And most alarming to me is that people actually get sad or mad when a team loses. They don't want to talk to other people. They actually get an attitude. They lose a sense of happiness when their team loses, even though they have no influence on the game. And that's the observation that I had watching this World Series. How is that? Isn't that weird to you? That society, like, I mean, this game wouldn't even exist. It wouldn't even be that important if it wasn't for the fans actually spending money to go watch the games. But because people spend money on it Mm -hmm. and people go see it, they are emotionally tied to it that way, to where it can actually make them mad and be pissed if their team don't win. Is that weird? Um, I'll go ahead to you. Me personally, I do not think that it's weird because it's it's yours. You're claiming it is something that's yours, so you have an attachment to it. It's yours. It belongs to you. So when it doesn't do well, you're upset because, one, you've been bragging and you bought all of this merchandise. (laughs) Right. You You bought all that merch that you're rocking and your team lost. Yeah. So, you know, you get uh, in your feelings about that. So I play fantasy football, right? And I'm attached to my fantasy football team. And I have that attachment because I put the players in that I thought was going to do the best. I thought they were going to do the best. And when they don't perform, I feel like, well, if I'd have played somebody different, I have an influence over that team because I created that fantasy team. But as far as the actual sport, I don't control if Steph Curry's hitting a bunch of threes or if this guy's hitting a bunch of home runs. So when the team loses, why are people so mad? And and why are people so happy when the team wins? Like the only time you really influence a team is when the team is at home and you're on the field with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or not on the field, but you're in the you're, the you're in the stands right. and and you give them that so-called home field advantage. So I I just that was one of the observations I had watching the World Series and it was just something that I thought of. I I don't know why people are so emotionally attached to sports that they don't play in. It'll be different if you're on the team. Yeah, cuz you you hit the home run or you caused an out or you were the reason that, you know, you missed the shot, the game-winning shot. Yeah, you're emotionally attached to that. Or if you got like playing. money on it. Yeah, that's Ah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. People who got money on it. That's an emotional attachment. I can see that. Well, what about the people that are at home and they're discussing whatever sport they're watching and they're like, yeah, because see, we and I and we going to trade this person and we did this and we did that. And I'm like, so now they're part of the team. On the te- yeah. So now you are part of the team. <laughs> but they're not a part of the team. Yeah. I made a, a Facebook post about that a couple of days ago yeah I've, I've done that before like yeah man we did it or man we sucking but what I will say is I'm not letting it make me mad to where I don't want to be bothered with people or I'm not answering my phone or anything like that I'll talk trash about the team and how the team is going to win and when they win I want to talk to people about it well, keep that trash talk and when I lose I'm going to see those people and we're going to talk about it but ultimately, I understand that I really have no effect on the game. I know. Well, I know that like in football, they call like the audience um, the 13th player or the 13th man. Right. 
So I guess you can talk about, talk as if you are a part of the team. Well, yeah, but that's what I said. That's what I said. If you're there, but what about the people at home? I'm still a thirteen. People man. ain't never I'm, been. I'm shouting. You know, I'm shouting. Don't TV. nobody hear you. Don't nobody hear you, dog. <laughs> you <don't know> <laughs> right, but your name was like oh, right. I wish you shut up. <laughs> but like your your aura or whatever, like your those good vi- vibrations. Oh. The vibrations. Yeah. So the vibrate. So I'm here in California. They gonna feel it in Florida. Those vibrations. You know what? They could. Energy is very powerful. So. Exactly. And in that split second, that energy is gonna vibe through the TV and go all. It's gonna hop on the plane and go to Florida. Yeah. My, my vibration. It's power in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Speaking of TV, so somebody popped up on the Country Music Awards, and we gotta talk about it. Queen so, B. Queen B. Beyonce <laughs> popped up at the Music Awards. Don't worry, that was my motorcycle. Um, I gotta go get it back. That was no, nah, that was Meek Mill and uh, Twenty One Savage <laughs> riding by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, so yeah, like I was saying, uh, Beyonce, the Queen B, was at the Country Music Awards, and Beyonce fans are generally happy. For the queen to be performing on TV because they want to see her anytime they can see her. But there was something that, yeah, yeah, in all of her glory, in all of her splendor. Yep, Yep, exactly. But it was interesting that some black folks were mad because they felt as though she was cooning because she shows up to the Country Music Awards, but she doesn't show up to the BET Awards. And And on social media, some white folks were mad. Because they felt like it was disrespectful to have Beyonce at the Country Music Awards because of things that she said about the police. Although, I don't remember her saying anything negative about all police. But anyway, what do you guys think about that? Well, I know, like, um, Kenny Chesney, apparently, kind of had, like, uh, he didn't really seem to be there for her when she was <laughs> when she was performing. You know how they show the audience. Yeah, and like that. Re- like Who the, the hell is Kenny Chesney? Um, <laughs> you, know a, you know Kenny Chesney. He's a white man. You know? Um, no, I I do not. But I heard the story about his face. Yeah. During oh, okay. her performance. But basically, I heard on the radio they were like, uh, and this is on an urban radio, and they like had like the traffic guy, and he goes, um, in the Bay Hive, and I'm like the Bay Hive, like dude, you've been working in urban radio for 15 <laughs> years and you don't know it's the beehive so no, he knows he gonna know real soon when they burn the station down <laughs> but anyway um yeah I, I don't know why they where people got so upset well okay i understand the whole she doesn't come well wait 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 she has been to the bet awards she skyped in that one year right okay didn't she skype in her performance that one time yeah, i think uh Wait, wait. I know of the video, like when she shoot the video early, and she does the talking video. Like she, they told her, "Yo, B, you gonna win." So I need you to say something out here, and then she'll send the video. So she skyped Most of the in. Time, she she skyped yeah. in her perform her not, not Skype, speech. dog, not Skype, because Skype is live, bro. I'm talking about recorded and then play it back yeah. <laughs> for the audience. It, it so I've just, seen it that. Just, it was just my joke, TJ. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Think TJ are part of the beehive. Just, you just let my damn joke live. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, she pre-recorded one year. Go ahead. 
okay, so that's more than most people deserve, and that's probably more than what they deserved. So I don't know more than what who deserved BT. BT, yeah. They don't deserve for her to be there for Beyonce. I mean, that's a blessing if Beyonce even acknowledges your your station. That's true. She doesn't do interviews, so if you get the Beyonce interview, like Oprah Winfrey gets the Beyonce interview, and that's about it. Yeah. So okay, I got that. So, and then so the this this past year she actually showed up, right? And then yeah, I think she actually sh- showed up to one. Yeah, and yeah, she, she put on a mini concert, right? Yeah, she put on a crazy <laughs> concert. It was good. All right, so shout out to her for that. Now, there there's a lot of layers here that we could talk about. Two in particular, we could talk about. And we won't touch on this for long. Uh, the country music fans being mad that the C- that you know that the CMAs allow her to perform because what she said about the police. We could talk about that. That kind of seems like there's there's some type of inner racist point of view there. Um, but we won't go there. But what we will talk about though is why does the black community call her a coon? Um, well, first do of all, either of you understand what that was about? Now I know this is just this is just social media, and you can say anything out your mouth, but that term is thrown around very loosely, very loosely for African American uh, performers, entertainers. Hell, just in the street, right? Yeah. So, so I guess the street. I guess first we need to figure out like what does cooning actually mean, because, uh, and we kind of discussed this a little bit, and okay. Um, I made the point that let's say in Forrest Gump, right? Okay, first of all, I always hated the word coon. Like it makes me kind of used to kind of give me the chills when people would say it in a bad way. Okay, okay. Um, but it's used so much and so often now that is it is it is it more than N word though? Yeah. Like like the the actual N word with the R at the end. Yeah. Well, it, it makes you cringe more than that. Not even. I mean. No, it doesn't matter with the R or the A. Um, no, just the word coon just seemed to be very harsh to me. Kind okay. of like the F word. Not not fuck, but the other F word. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, okay. To describe yeah. Mm-hmm. a... Yeah. So, uh, so, anyway, so I made the point that in Forrest Gump, when the uh, black people were trying to get into the school... Forrest was looking there and he's like looking along and he was like oh what's going on and the guy said coons are trying to get into the school and Forrest is like well mama used to just chase the coons away when they got in the trash (laughs) and the guy was like not raccoons the niggas he said niggas with the A by the way and um he was down yeah he was with the shits and so (laughs) And so, anyway, I said all of that uh, because back then, coon was just like another word for nigga. You know, right. it, it wasn't. But now, the word has evolved to describe. It's morphed. Yeah. So, uh, Tia, do you have any thoughts on the word coon? Like, what does it mean to you now? Like, what is a, well, what is a coon or what is a person that's cooning or whatever? To me, a person that will be cooning is someone that gets in front of a crowd and they will then take on a uh, the um, personality 
that would allow them to demean another group to entertain another group. So if I'm in a room with predominantly white people and I start speaking down on my black people because I want my white crowd to like me. To me, that's Cooney. What Beyonce did was not Cooney. What she was doing, she crossed over into country music and she performed and she put on a great performance. She didn't do anything that she would not have done at any other concert. Okay, and let's hold it. Let's hold it right there because we're getting really, really deep into it. Before we get deep into it, there's a few things I wanted to do. So we were talking about. So Jaron, when we actually talked about it offline a, a little bit ago, mm-hmm. um, we talked about it and we had some insight on it. And there was some information I didn't have at the time, and there's information I have now because I had time to look for look deeper into it. Right. Okay. So first of all, I agree with you. The dictionary says that. A coon is an offensive, insulting, and disrespectful term used to refer to black people. Okay? That's it. So so the definition, the way that it was used in Forrest Gump, is totally right for that movie. They were trying to be offensive to black people. That was a derogatory term that they used. That was the point of the usage in the film. Right. They used it properly. Right. So, so I wanted to know, well, where did this whole cooning thing come from? And back in the day... It started as a caricature of a lazy black man that was childlike and irresponsible. You might have seen him under a tree with big eyes and big pink or red lips uh, with a hat on and like a straw in his mouth just hanging out, not doing anything, being lazy. You might have seen those caricatures before because that's how black people were represented back then. So in the mid 1800s, there was these things called minstrel shows and they were popular and a minstrel sh- a minstrel show was an event with white people dressed in blackface they used burnt cork because shoe polish wasn't out yet shoe polish didn't come out to like early 1900s <laughs> and they were singing dancing and they were performing comedic or what they considered to be comedic skits acting out stereotypes Imitating their interpretations of black people, and that's so. This that is sounds, called, that sounds like exactly the way that we defined blackface last week, right? Uh, that, that's the way yes. that we said it. Yeah, that's exactly. What yes, that's the way that we said it. Yeah. I did make a statement that uh, um, about black people wearing blackface, and I want to say that I had read last week. I said I want to say that I read it, and I might have saw something about it, and I was correct. Black people did also wear blackface. So um, so it started out as white people wearing blackface, okay? And they had these minstrel shows, and they got really, really popular in America. So the, the coon caricature became the staple in the minstrel show with white people in blackface and acting lazy and speaking with what they considered plantation talk. And this eventually moved into movies. And then in the movies actual black people start playing the the part of the stereotypical black man that's slow, lazy, dim-witted, and irresponsible. All right? So, in the black community, what does this term mean? So, my interpretation of the meaning of coon is a black person whose primary objective is to entertain by upholding and acting out black stereotypes. So those guys who was dressed in blackface in movies and in those minstrel shows and those guys who was tap dancing and uh and and talking in a dim-witted manner, didn't have logic, acted lazy, acted out all those stereotypes that white people thought of us anyway, kind of validating their views. Those people who acted in those movies, 
those guys were definitely coons and Whoa. they were cooning okay so i don't think in, in my opinion i don't think those guys were cooning they were doing this at a time where black people didn't even have the opportunity to be in the movies for real like they just wanted to to have these jobs okay i, I don't know if i would go as far as calling them cooning um as time progressed so, when people so hold on so hold on wait, wait one thing one thing so Tia said her view of cooning you said it was something to the um, when you get in front of a group of people yep. and you start demeaning your own people yep. or black people to to make friends or entertain white people right mm-hmm. and then right. Jaren you didn't give us what so I gave my definition as a black person whose primary objective is to entertain by upholding and acting out black stereo you know the black stereotypes so give us your definition okay hold on well, as far as Tia, or excuse me, the definition or the example you gave versus Tia's definition, uh-huh. it, it seems to fit. But again, I think that's based off of the time period. Right. Yeah. Um, OK. And, and we and we can talk about that. I just wanted to get the three definitions. I know. Out there. I, know I know. But okay. I just wanted to say that before I gave her my thoughts of, of, of what a coon would be. Um, OK. I would say. Um, a person that's cooning in today's uh, in today's world, it would be more of a person that's not being themselves. Okay. And are acting differently when they're around a white audience or a large white group or just around okay. white people, whatever. Um, okay. And kind of like Tia said, and they're just basically bringing shame to the black race with whatever okay. actions that they're doing. Okay. To me, that's a coon. So a person, um, a person saying some wild shit, like in an interview, I think that could be considered cooning, depending on what it what it is in the situation. Okay. So, um, it sounds like in Tia's example, and you correct me if you if I'm wrong, Tia. You were saying when people get when they get in front of a group are they entertaining in this group are they are they doing this to entertain are they being them what are they doing in your opinion i believe that they are not being who they are i believe that they are trying to conform to whatever their group is and trying to satisfy them on what they you know may think of so uh let me see how can i put this so if you're you're a white guy you're enjoying a white, and I come into a room, and I automatically change how I act, how I speak, and I start to engage in a conversation with you two, and you're the mean, saying mean things about black people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right, and I go on to help you and to add add to it and then when I leave there I go and I go hang on my black people and I don't say or act the way that I did in the room with you guys. What, what if I don't change the way that I act, but I just start entertaining white folk and demeaning black folk? Is that still cooning? Because um, uh, when you said it, it sounded like you were saying if, if I start changing the way that I am, if I start changing who I am. What if I'm just me and I just start talk, talking down on black people <laughs> in front of white people? Well, is that, if, is that, if that's truly how you feel in the inside, then that's how you feel. I wouldn't consider that cooning if that's how you feel and that's who you are but when you're not being true to yourself and you want to entertain or to fit in and amuse someone else then you're cooning that's cooning 
Okay, so let's let's talk about my example that I gave then, Jaren, and I want you in on this too. So when I said that back in the day when those black actors, you're right, those guys did open doors because black people were not getting movie jobs right. at all. And those people, those couple of guys, there were like three main guys at the time and they were very successful. They made a lot of money in what they were doing. But at the same time- They did what they had to do. Hold on, right. but at the same time, they were, their primary objective was to entertain a group of people by bringing shame and by acting out and upholding a stereotype that wasn't true. To me, whether they they did open doors, but they, they cooned their way in there to do it, though. I mean, it's still, they were happen- it's still happening today, you, you know. And yeah, it, I think that's different for today. If even, even if it's still happening today but I don't know man just somebody being a pioneer who had to do this is the only thing like people have options today you don't have okay. to coon to get into the movies or on TV are you sure about that? I was gonna, I was just, right. I was just, I, that's why I stopped that <laughs> There's a you certain don't, you level. Don't have to. There's levels to no. There's levels to it. There's levels to the cooning, right? It's, so going in there and putting on like this hat and dressing in ragged clothes and tap dancing, shucking and jiving and doing a jig. You don't have to go that far. That when you see that, you're like, and then talking in what they consider plantation dialect or plantation speak. You don't have to go that far. Yes, a master. Yes, sir. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Well, I, but So you don't have to go to that level, but there are levels to it. And I mean, it still happens today. You, you can you yeah. can put on a big t-shirt, some sunglasses, and Superman on them hoes. I mean, that's a way that, <laughs> that you can come. So, so you know what? So this is what I want to know. Is the term only for those who entertain? Is cooning only for entertainers that get on TV and do it in front of audiences, or can it be anybody? Can Jaron Coon as the regular? So oh, we can, yeah. I Jaren guess we can coon, coon on the show because we're entertaining. But what if I'm in front of friends or in front of coworkers? Can I coon in front of coworkers? Absolutely, because you're you're entertaining. You're putting on a show for this audience. Okay. Yeah, that's so what I agree. Like it doesn't have okay. to be a TV audience. It can be just so, people in the parking lot. Can you coon if you're being you? I think if people you're being truly absolutely. who you are. Can is that still considered coon? I think people. I disagree. Okay, I think people like on World Star fight compilation videos, they're uh-huh. cooning. You out in the streets, you're fighting, you're getting your shirt ripped off, you're knocking out people, <laughs> and they yell like World Star. And, world star, and, world no, star. No, no, let me tell you. And, and I, you I get embarrassed star, because white people see this, and they say, "Look at these monsters! Look at these thugs!" And I'm like, "These damn coons are out here embarrassing everybody." That wasn't their primary wait, objective, wait, though. And, and so that doesn't on. that doesn't meet my definition. I don't think, I don't think you have to be. A, your, I don't think it has to be your objective. I mean, it's just like I don't think you go out that morning and say, "I'm going to go out and be a coon on World Star today." It just happens. I don't think no, they're cooning so, enough. Okay, so I do not say that 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 is cooning. I wouldn't. Why say not? That. How come? Well, how come waking up, going going outside, getting a group of people to go fight and yelling "World Star" and you know jumping on people and hitting people with cars and driving off? How come that's not cooning <laughs> to you? <laughs> <laughs> because. 
you know I honestly believe that even if the cameras were not rolling that's if you're gonna hit somebody with a car <laughs> you're not you, doing that for the camera yeah you you shouldn't want to do that for a camera um but I believe that that's who they are. And honestly, the person that is being attacked, they have no choice but to <laughs> right. fight back. So if yeah, that's someone true. comes up to me and they're arguing, they're arguing with me and trying to start a fight and I hear world star, I know it's about to go down and I'm going to be on the Internet in the morning. So I got to do what I need to do. Right, you gotta fight back when you hear World okay, Star. But <laughs> you gotta okay, fight. so okay. but you know what? Bringing off the subject because we, we we were talking about Beyonce, so let's go back to that. Oh well, hold on. So that's the thing, though. We need to we need to understand what this thing is before we can decide if she's cooning or not. So we all have different definitions. What was you about to say, Jaren? I was just gonna say, even without the cameras, like I could just be walking down the street and I hear a shootout around the corner. Them niggas over there cooning. I don't care. No, 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 no. They cooning. No. They, they're bringing. No, they're not. Hold on. They're bringing shame to the black race. They're doing stupid shit that they shouldn't be doing. They coons. No. So wait, wait, well, wait, well, wait. Time out. A- time out. Time out. I'm gonna tell you why I don't agree with that. So I, this is the way we got here. Is I asked the question: Can you be a coon if you're just being you? And I said if yes. You're being, if you're being who you are. I don't think shooting? you can I don't think you can be cooning. I don't think that's cooning if you're being who you are. Now, if you know what the stereo if you know what the stereotype is, like those guys back in the day when they was shucking and jiving and they was uh they was acting lazy, acting super scared and cowardly on camera and wearing the extra paint with you know, trying to make their eyes big, you know, uh like making the facial expressions. They knew that that's what they need that's what they wanted. That's what the crowd wanted. So that's what they did. So they were cooning on purpose. Now the guy down the street that's fighting because he's in the gang, if that's who he is every day, I don't think that's cooning. But if you get on camera and now all of a sudden you in the gang because you on TV and you're trying to uphold that stereotype, now you're cooning, in my opinion. So if you know what it is and you're just acting that way to be something, you're cooning. If you're out, if you're living that stereotype, if you're trying to be that, if you're trying to promote that stereotype, yeah, you're, you're going out of your way to do, yeah, to do those things. You you are cooning. But if you hear shooting. First of all, you need to go back in the house. <laughs> no, no. First, you need to get on the floor. Where you been? Where you grow up? You need to get on the floor. You don't go anywhere. You I'd be know on where the south side. Coming from. <laughs> I'd be on the south side, man. I mean, it's just the everyday thing over there. So we're about to bring this thing back to Beyonce and was she cooning or not. And so just a quick rundown of the definitions. I'm going to give mine. Tia, you give yours. Jaren, you give yours. Just just so we're all clear before we make the verdict on Beyonce. Because there's some other people that I have questions about, too. Now that I have my definition in place on what I think a coon is. Uh, so my definition is your primary objective is to entertain by living out the stereotypes of what black people are. Okay, so that's my definition really quick. So what's yours? What's yours, Steve? Um, Mine is pretty much along. uh, I agree with you regarding um, Coney. 
No, no, no. You had your own thing. You said that when you said something like when you get in front of a group of people and you start degrading your race, you start degrading, you know, since you're black, well, black people okay, so to entertain. You're not being race. true to yourself. It's, to me, it's you're not being true to your yourself. You're, okay. And when you get around a crowd, you do whatever it takes. You say or do whatever it needs to be said or done to entertain them, even if it's you demeaning yourself or um, your culture. See, that's not the same as what I said. I'm glad that you, I had okay. to pull that out. That's not what I said. So you All got right. your own thing. All right, Jaren, what is yours? Simply put, when you bring shame to black people, the black race, you are Sarah Coon. Just that, that broad, that's it. You for bring me, shame. That's it for me. That, for that that's enough. That's enough uh, to for me to call you a coon. Yeah. So let Gee me ask whiz, you this: man. So everyone that's doing a reality TV show, not everybody, most of them, but not everybody. So 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 Peter Guns on the Love and Hip Hop. He's a coon. What? He has a side wife. That's his life. That's who he is. Aside of white, okay, I don't care. He I was mean, doing this before love and hip. Just because, just I mean, because he got that's like his 90 life. Kids, man. Just because that's his life and that's who he is. That don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's my definition of being a coon. Okay, that's his definition. All right. So. All right. I'm. I'm just trying to understand the definition. Okay. Got it. So. Well, okay. Hold, back on, hold to, on. Hold on. He's not really making everybody look bad. He's definitely making himself look bad. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, that, I don't think I don't think I don't life. think white people even watch that show, so maybe that's not really yeah. funny. See, and that's the thing though. I don't I don't care who's watching. I don't care who's watching the show. If you out there trying to purposely do black stereotypes in front of any crowd, even if you um I take that back. If you're doing it in front of, you know, the fellow race, then maybe you're trying to make a joke out of it cuz maybe you're trying to make a satire out of it. But if you're doing it in front of another race, living the stereotypes to confirm those stereotypes, that's an act of cooning to me. So in for Peter Gunn's case, the guy from Love and Hip Hop who has the side wife, he he he's not cooning because he's just he's just doing his that's how he's living. I don't think none of that is an act. That's just the lifestyle he chooses. All right, so the other day we had kind of discussed um some some historic coons, so to speak. <laughs> and one of the persons I said, one of the people I said who was cooning. Oh, before 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 we go to the historic coon, can we <laughs> the historic the potential coons? Can we go to can we get the final verdict on Beyonce? Oh, uh, oh, no for me? cooning. Yeah, man, come on, man. I would never. First of all, I would never disrespect the queen. Right. <laughs> Well, even if she was like, you gotta call nope, it how it is. If she pretend. was, you I, I wouldn't can't do even it. Pretend, I can't even pretend that she's not. I'm saying, look, I'm saying, even if she was truly cooning, you wouldn't call it. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> well, she was. She hold on, hold on. They're not Give about to be on okay. my ass in these streets. <laughs> the beehive, yeah, the beehive, the bayhive, whatever you want to call it. They're not gonna be on me. So, so but that's no. a no for you. But no, that's that's a definitely no, regardless of if she was the queen or not. What? How is she cooning for yeah. being on there? Yeah, that's true. I'm with it. And that's my same thing. Uh, no, she was definitely not cooning. She performed the same song. She didn't change any lyrics. She didn't demean black people. She wasn't living out no stereotypes. She wasn't up there twerking for no reason. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so she was good to go. What you think, Tia? Oh, absolutely not. She was not cooning at all. She all was right. Beyonce. All right. she, so, was, she was everything I expected her to be at the award show. All right. So maybe there was a misuse of the word uh, in the rest of the black community on social media who ever said that who was not truly a fan of Beyonce and they called her a coon. Now, let's get to the topic at hand. Historic let's coons. go to the potential. Okay. The potential. Okay. Uh, so I think one of the original, I think the first coon, because those people you were talking about. They had to do what they had to do to eat, right? That don't make them nine coons, though. But well, go ahead. I'm, I'm just, people that are on Love and Hip Hop and all these other shows. We talk. We talking old now, though. Oh, old. We're talking historic. Oh, so, because okay. he's saying who he think the first one is. Go I, ahead. I think one okay. of the first, one of the pioneer coons, was Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. he so wait, wait, wait. He was he was out here tap dancing. Yeah, he had his hair all fried, which a lot of people did. But well, okay, whatever. Wait, time out, time out. Tap dancing, bro. What if he liked tap dancing? Oh, it's a long list. When you put so, it all together. So, okay, so tap dancing had his hair fried. Keep going. I'm gonna listen to your whole list. You tell me when your list is over. All right, because I, I want to um, talk about that. He 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 um, converted to to being Jewish, which is at that time was. Um, normally reserved for people from the Caucasus Mountains, white people. <laughs> okay. Um and uh he had a I guess his wife was his wife Jewish, I guess? That had I'm to be the not reason, sure. Right? Okay. So he had a Jewish wife. Um okay. which ain't nothing wrong with that. But uh oh, he ran with the rat pack. He was the token That was his boys. He was dog. the token black guy. Those was his boys, but go ahead. He was more like the like the mascot though. Like he was he wasn't really with them like that. He was the best out the bunch. What do you mean? He's the best out the bunch because that's who we knew. <laughs> we don't know. No, that's why know they no had others. him we there, knew Frank bro. Sinatra, we knew him and who else? Name wasn't somebody else from the Rat Pack because it was like five or six of them. I don't care. My I don't point give a exactly shit. because who was black. tap dancing like Sammy Davis? I don't hear no. I don't hear they names out about tap dancing. Okay, and I would like to add: Is there any footage of Sammy Davis Jr. not being who he is in front of the cameras, off of camera? Hmm, that's a good question. So was he faking the rack pack? Was he just trying to be in? Or the coon was just okay. so he can. That's you that's know. that's just based on your definition of being a coon. Like I don't think we said any of these definitions were right or wrong, did we? We, uh, said we mine did. Was right. We did not. We did. <laughs> we did not say yours was right. Um, we did not say we didn't have a final answer on what a coon was. But I will say that I aligned my. Uh, definition of coon based on the historic definition okay. of where coon came from. Okay, what I'm saying is the way I see a coon being doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong, right? No, okay. I won't. I will not say that. Okay, I'm not. I'm not uh, what's the word? I don't have the credentials to say. So that. Sammy Davis is a coon. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion? No, yeah. man, I don't say okay. that though, bro. We gonna disagree. I'm speaking for the corporate streets. No. Sammy Davis is a coon. No, you're not speaking for you speaking for one half of the corporate streets because Sammy Davis was living his life. If you want to talk about the original coons, it was those guys who jumped in Hollywood and I'm glad they did it. You know what I'm saying? Because we wouldn't have black people in movies or we wouldn't, we wouldn't have, have Tyler Perry movies. Black, right. We wouldn't have had that until mm, 
Mm. We got to talk about that. Yeah, by the way, we got to <laughs> talk about If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have that. Tyler Perry. Come on. So check it. So wait, those guys definitely cooned their way to get black people into the movies. Was it wrong? I'm not going to say it was wrong, but they was definitely cooning. They was living those stereotypes to to entertain people, man. They were purposely doing that, and they were nothing like that in real life. Okay. So, all right. You say Sammy Davis is. I say not because... Maybe he was a good tap dancer on his own. He wasn't acting like a tap dancer, just doing it for white people. Uh, he was running with I'm the white He's like doing pack. like a jig, man. Like he's doing the whole. But that's who he was. Whenever you saw Sammy, he was a dancer. He was doing a little jig, you know. So, so if 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 I start tap dancing, am I cooning? Did he ever play the black crowds? I don't have that detail. He didn't. I don't have that detail. He did. Maybe, maybe there. Were, how many black crowds was going? Maybe the Rat Pack wasn't going to black crowds. His boys wasn't going. Uh, Yo, they definitely if, wasn't. If if we're the corporate streets and you can't get in, I ain't going. I'm if sure like, they Yo, was leaving his. They, if they like, yo, you got to be less than 155 to get in this joint, and I can slide in that joint. You can't get in. Well, he was able I'm to like, get well, in. Well, yo, we ain't gonna be there. He was able to get in. So he was like, I'm not black. I'm Jewish. I'm talking about the black crowds, though. I'm just saying. They was like, like, yo, we ain't having was, Frank Sinatra come to this joint. They wasn't in Harlem trying to get in the clubs, man. <laughs> All right, so All right, we, we, got beat, somebody? we beat Sammy Davis in the dirt. He's a coon. Go who on. else you got? Oh, who else I got? Not I got, I got, yeah. uh, I can uh, rapid fire a few. Uh, OJ Simpson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wait, he, he was uh, a coon on TV, on, in movies, and in, real, in his real life. But so I won't call him a coon, and I got a reason why. But go ahead, Tia. Um, I was going to say I do not see him being a coon because that's who he was on and off the field. And, you know, in the documentaries, they say he he did not like to be referred to as the black man or the N word. He just wanted to be known as OJ Simpson. He was. I don't think that's cooning. He was the polar <laughs> opposite of Jim Brown. He's a coon. <laughs> okay. 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 So, so check it. The reason OJ Simpson is not a coon to me, he self he didn't like he didn't like he hated himself as far as being black. He had self hatred issues, which is a little bit different. He didn't like being referred to as black. He wanted to be around white people, be like white people. He wanted to have a white wife. I agree with that. Self hatred issues. Okay. He did have that. But as far as cooning. Because that's who he was And he wasn't trying to down black people Just to be around white people He was down to black people To black people Okay He didn't give a shit bro Okay look Look I'm gonna close out OJ Simpson with this With these words from the game He beat a murder charge And went to jail for some football cards He's a coon Okay (laughs) Okay And last but not least it, it, it pains me to to put this person in the list of coons in my list. I'm gonna see but how I, they fit I feel my like definition. He really is. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm because I, I was a big fan of this guy, right? I'm still a big fan, dude. I loved go. all his, his his when he peaked. I loved everything he did. Flavor no, Flav. Go. Flavor Flav. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> what? That's who he was. No. I don't think that that was an act. So people, he wasn't trying to people be. People were saying he was going to be. He's like single handedly bringing down the black race. 
That makes him a terrible uh, black spokesperson. So maybe he shouldn't have his ass on TV. But I don't think that that made him a coon because he's he was being exactly who Flavor Flav was. Like, yeah, he was definitely. So, so what, definitely what was he himself. doing? What What did he do? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't act like you don't know what he did. He was wearing a he was wearing a fucking clock <laughs> that was like a eight inch. He had a dinner plate for a clock around his neck. It was stupid. Okay, but so I don't wait, think that's cooning cool though. Yeah, that's not a black no, stereotype. Me, no, it's a clock. <laughs> but what's the difference from a watch don't do it no not a watch from these entertainers now wearing 60 chains with all these diamonds in them what's they're not the clocks but that's what he chose that's what he oh, chose oh you know what you know what it could have been like it's time to wake up because not let's not forget let's not now. forget okay okay, oh, okay go ahead why is he a cone well I mean flavor of love one two and three he was a coon because of Flavor of Love, bro. Oh, come on, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, like again, I Yo, love the show. It was his TV show. I love the show. It was a ratchet good time. But, I mean, it was definitely embarrassing. I wouldn't have wanted to be sitting there with, like, a white friend. But but he that. wasn't outlived. He wasn't living. St- what about, what's the dude, Brett Michaels? Was he, I don't know what white people would call it. Snow coon. <laughs> okay, yeah, was he <laughs> snow coon? <laughs> Was he snow cooning then, Brett Michaels? Because he had Absolutely. a show. No, dog. No, because no. no. I don't think no, that that's a stereotype. Was doing stuff like going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles with fourteen women. Like that's just crazy, that's a man. good eatery, bro. That's a well-known eatery. Oh my goodness. Okay, can now, I now if if he was going on and he was like, look at my pants sagging, look at my look, you know, look at I don't know, man. He wasn't doing the clear stereotypes, bro. I don't think it Flavor has to be Flav stereotypes. is in a class by himself. To me, it has to it has to be stereotypes. To you, for maybe me, it does. Yes, but for me, for me, it's stereotypes. It's just anything that brings shame. He was bringing shame to the black race, except for that time he kicked off somebody. He kicked off that girl. Uh, I think her name was Pumpkin for being in uh, a porn and saying that she wasn't. Oh, for lying. Yeah, for lying. So I'm, yeah, I'm okay. cool with that. So let's go. So you say you say that he's cooning, but I don't believe that he is because he always stayed true to the lyrics that he rapped about, which were to uplift black people. Okay, that's that's kind of a strong word. He didn't really. I mean, he rapped a little, but his crew, rapped, his that's, crew, that's a strong together. Okay, so 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 together. the crew together, his crew produced music. Then how's that? Okay. So is he that, stayed is that better. <laughs> okay, so he uplifted black people by having. 42 black women come through I'm talking about and for hooking up with Bridget Nielsen the whitest woman in the world at the time in the 80s bro hooking up with a white woman does not make make you you a a coon coon, bro no I'm talking about I didn't say it did I'm talking about you you were saying that he's living his raps by uplifting black people Oh, okay. Well, well I, I didn't say that. Okay, one. that's so her. She got to defend that. Yeah, you I'm go. speaking that. That's so, yeah, you it's, go. So, let's the fight the power uh, lyrics. Okay. So, he raps about that, and then you catch him outside of that calling black people the N words and this and just demeaning black people, period. That is what I would call cooning. Him doing a TV show that everyone, he was the first one to do it, right? Uh, I think there was, I think we talked about this. He did though, it after Jeremy. The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. So, so, so it was modeled after The Bachelor. 
Now, well, he was the first one to start bringing it to VH1 and such. If he only had white women or Asians um, and say, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with black women. I don't want any black women on my show. As long as he ain't down talking to black women and his preference is white women or Asian women, he is not a coon in my book. Okay. All right. So do you have any more, Jaren? So to me, no, Flavor Flav is not cooning. All right, so you want to go next to you or you want me to go? Um, I only have one. Okay, shoot. Jesse Jackson. Um, okay, what, me, make, what makes him cooning? Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it, yeah. I hope I have the right person. <laughs> you better um, not have the wrong person, yo. <laughs> with the hot <laughs> mic about Obama and wanted to cut his uh, neck. Oh. <laughs> and then Obama gets elected to be president and, then and he's you crying. see this man crying with his finger on his lip with a quivering lip. That is cooning. He did the me. Michael Jordan face before the Michael Jordan face existed. Right, right. So that is... Dude, he was crying because he no, remembered he, he down talked that man and he shouldn't have. No, he was crying because he really felt that that should have been him on that stage. And no, he was but, crying because he knew that he was the reason that uh, that Martin Luther King got shot. That's why he was crying. What? He was the reason. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> so are you gonna play crickets for yourself? Yeah, please. So I, I okay. have so how's so that make Jesse, him cool though? Like. So he he spoke his 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 thoughts. Like you said, it was a hot mic, so he didn't know it was going. But he's, exactly, he spo- so he, he would not thoughts. have said that. I, mean, I think he was doing that for the people that were running. It was was it Fox? They always getting people. Was it Fox News? I believe uh, it was. No, Fox. no, no. But no. see, the, the thing about the thing about that though, <clears throat> the thing about that, he was whispering to the guy he was talking to, so he wasn't trying to do it to entertain another crowd he was whispering to the guy next to him he was like oh, I just want to cut his nuts off yeah but why why did why did he feel okay saying that and it's probably because the person he was whispering to did not like Obama so how do you want to cut my nuts off and you hear crying for me because I was the first African American president nah man gone with them fake no mm-mm. he's okay. a coon all right, so in my book, that's a no. Tia's book, he's coon, and Jaren, you go. Is he a coon or no? I vote no. I don't believe. Okay, he was a so coon. so check it. Now I got a couple names, and we're gonna go through these fast. JJ from Good Times. I hate to say it, but that man was a coon, and I'm gonna tell you why. That whole dynamite. Yo. Trying to be loud and opening his eyes all big with the facial expressions. The clap. He was clo- He was cooning out of his mind. Hold bro. on, hold on. Let me. I I say no. Nope, nope. Here's why. Because in about season three, I believe, he said he's not even going to say dynamite no more. He shut that shit down. He will not say it till this day. <laughs> he he, he recognized Duh. like this is some bullshit. <laughs> so no, he is not a coon. So okay, so he interacted in some coon business, and then he got out the game. I would say he participated for uh, he participated. For some time. He 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 got a couple coon suits, and he jumped in the game. Mm. But he realized that it didn't have it wasn't right. And so that's disrespectful, out. dude. That that show. Yo, Come hey on. hey. Hey, all I'm saying is I got to call it. It hurt me to say it. I told you that I got one. I don't want to say it, but I have to say it. All right. All right. 
Um, so since I said him, I'm just gonna throw this out there because it's on the same level. What you talking about, Willis? No. Nope. Um, I guess. Let me see. Were they stereo? They were. Were they being stereotypical on nah, the show? Nah, 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 nah. They. Um. They were, I'll let they get a pass. I give them a pass. He just had a, he had his own staple statement. He had a statement that worked all the time, and that's why he did it all the time. Okay, so my next one now is Don King. Is yes. Don King a coon? Yes. I do not know enough about Don King. Okay. He recently was on here talking about he, well, he supports Donald Trump. That doesn't make him a coon just because he supports Donald Trump. That does make him a coon. Um, what? No, absolutely not. No way, bro. And then he was just, he, he was he was at that he just did that speech where he um dropped he said nigga in front of Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> laughed. Yeah. Right. He's a coon. No, no, no. But wait a so minute. Wait, if so they're wait. friends, wait, hold on. We do not know the level of their friendship outside of the public. They ain't that eye. cool. So check you it. You don't know that. I brought, I brought cool him enough up. For Donald Trump to be saying nigger in front of him, and he Yo, should be laughing. About I will it. say, I will say, I brought him up because <laughs> now, just because he's supporting Donald Trump, that doesn't make him a coon. But that last showing when he was at that convention yeah. with Donald Trump, that was cooning to. The, that's the latest greatest form of cooning that I've seen in the 21st century, bro. <laughs> that was bad. All right. So I say Don King, yes, Tia. Um, I have I You don't have enough no, about him? Okay, no. and Jaron. Donald yes. Trump. I mean excuse me, Don King? Donald Trump too. What? <laughs> Donald Trump is cool. Shut up, bro. Crazy. <laughs> Wayne Brady. We talked a little mm. bit about him, but mm. I have views about Wayne Brady, so let me go first. Go ahead, go Wayne ahead, Brady. Man, because I was kind of a, I, I, he he kind of go ahead. Wayne Brady, I say, is not a coon. Okay, okay. he entertains a lot of people. Yep. he entertains a lot of white masses of people, more white masses of people than black masses of people that I've seen. However, however, he's not trying to degrade or demean or uphold any stereotypes of what black people are, who they are, and what they do. Does he speak very proper? Does he have mannerisms that seem more white than what people would consider black? Maybe, but that doesn't make him a coon. I say no. Okay. And by the way, I've seen a couple interviews of him. He's very in tune with you know, being uh, an African-American person. Yeah. And uh, and I don't think I've never seen him try to degrade or belittle or uphold a stereotype, okay. especially in front of white crowds. Here, here, here's Go. here's my reasoning why he's not. He redeemed himself with one skit on the Dave Chappelle show. On Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and that's when he, he got Dave Chappelle high <laughs> and he said, so I make Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X, huh, motherfucker? That was right. the funniest line I've ever heard. Like probably on Chappelle, it was, that wouldn't it, that wouldn't ex, that wouldn't um, change him from being a coon. Though. No, if he was it, truly no, cooning, it, it brought him back. It made him aware of his situation, and to me, it redeemed it. He redeemed himself. He's not a coon for me. Okay, Tia, Wayne Brady. Um, I would say no. Okay, you have a specific reason. He's been consistent in who he's been, you know. All right, so. I'll take that. Now, so last couple things, and I'm and I'm gonna jump off of the whole coon and subject. So, um, drug dealers 
Are they cooning? Yep. By my definition, they're bringing disgrace to the black. Well, I mean, the ones who, yeah. They, they, Tia? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, go ahead. I feel like I just got trapped because all drug dealers aren't black. Okay. So, black drug dealers, does that make them coons? Okay, yes. Okay. I agree. Yes? Yes. I would say if that's what they feel like they need Mm -mm, to do. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, if, the, if that's what they feel like they need to do, that's the way that they're going to get on, that's their thing, I would say no. But if they're trying to live this stereotype because they think it's cool to be a drug dealer, they want to be like what they saw in this movie, then they're upholding a stereotype of a movie. They're trying to be the next Frank Lucas. That's when it dibbles and dabbles into cooning for me. Mm. And you okay. was going to say, uh-uh. What were you saying uh-uh about? Anytime you destroy what you're linked to, I believe you're Coney. Yep. Okay. They're definitely Coney. Mm, I don't know about that. They're bringing shame. They're destroying themselves. They're destroying their people. They're destroying their identity. Because you're taking this. Exactly. And I feel that you're taking this product that was given to you by someone that's not going to sell in their own neighborhoods okay they're making sure that you get it and i need you to distribute this to your community so you can have broken homes and we're talking about real drugs jail like, time like yeah like cracking pcp we're not talking about weed yeah. or zannies no no that's okay. what i'm saying exactly so well zannies a real drug no that's not like weed that's so not i, I would i say real drug dealers <laughs> yeah okay I say no. Uh, I if, say yes. If you're trying to uphold a persona or be like somebody, then I believe that that goes into Kunin territory. But if that's what you're trying to do and you think that this is the way out to save your family because you but you're believe, not. you believe, hold on, you believe, you truly believe, there's people out there that truly believe that drug dealing is the way. So, uh, gang banging, is that Kunin? Yes. Um, it depends for me, Jaren. Is gang banging cooning? I just said it would. I mean, it's just like the people on World Star. Yeah. Okay. Cooning. So, so there's there are people in neighborhoods who can't go to the park. They can't go to the corner store. They can't leave their block because they're from that block. And so they feel like they have to join a gang. At that point, that's them trying to find a way to survive. That's not cooning. But if you're a big time rap star and now all of a sudden you're in the gang bro you are cooning to the nth degree so all these guys grew up and you heard nothing about gang activity gang talk they get on and now they're in gangs that's cooning so like a Snoop Dogg I would say that's who he was from the day he stepped in the door is Snoop Dogg a coon he was a gang banger bro is Snoop Dogg a coon, Jaren? Clear question, bro. You quiet on me. Um, is Snoop a coon? He was a gangbanger, bro. And no. he still bangs heavy. I would he, say no. he still talks that talk on his albums, bro. He still would, talks that talk. I would say no. Him as a person Why? is not a coon. Why? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um... 
I don't know. I mean, he's... I don't know, Snoop Dogg. You have to come back to me on that one. Bro, he tossed that talk. Um, I say he's not a coon because he came in the door that way. And that's who he is. He didn't change into that. That's who he felt like he was. And he know why he joined the gang and why he stays true to that. And he never left it alone. He knows why. Okay. I don't. He's not a coon. He's not a coon because he made doggy style. All right. Dog, that come on, man. And he made, <laughs> and, he made and he made the chronic hot. All right, Tia. Snoop Dogg. Is Snoop Dogg a coon? Well, I think we're a little bit too close for comfort. <laughs> He's saying if he is. He only right down the street from him. I, I get that. Is he or is he not? I don't know, um, because if I say that he's You said not, gangbangers. Well, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. So now it's like I'm contradicting what I said. This is say. why I brought it up. Um, I'm trying to get I your, your you know definition. What? Tackle, though. I mean, like, you could have said Chief Keefe. And that would have been the easy one, right? Mm. What? See, I'm not making it easy. I'm just Wait, trying to make okay. the definition work, bro. That's all I'm trying okay, to do. My so definition sticks whoever you throw. You say he's active. He's me. not active. Okay, you know what? I guess. No, no, no. I said he talks that talk. He still represents it, though. He just got kicked That's out. All. He just got kicked off the block the, uh, last week. Well, I don't know nothing about him getting kicked they off told, the block. They told him he could come album, back. I, his last album that he dropped was very affiliated. Who? And Snoop Dogg. Oh. The the Ooh. the Long Beach community of Crips apparently told him he cannot come back. Why? I don't know. Oh shit, that's their business. I don't know that. N- no, we too close for that, Tia. You talking about some why? <laughs> like yo, I don't want nothing to do with that. Okay, kind of so time. man, this is tough for me. So um, is he a coon or not? Come on, man. You know what? I gotta say true to myself. I I, I gotta give him the big C <laughs> for Crip or for Coon. Which one? Hey man, not that. No, um, for Cooney. Uh, okay. And I say this because, mm, damn. <sighs> Let's just leave. You already it. said it. He's yeah, there. He's all right. There. Those all examples I have, and I think we're very clear on. The, with Ooh, the three wait, of us, you forgot one. Who? Stacy Dash. Oh. Um. Hmm. That one's actually tough. I haven't <laughs> seen her uphold any particular stereotype, for my own definition, any particular stereotype that's demeaning black people. However, when black social issues come up, she walks away from it like it has nothing to do with her. Um, but that could just be self-hatred and she really feels like she's not in it. So for my definition, no, she's not Cooney. Yeah, I would say she's not because that's just the way she believes that it is. Whatever. What do you think, Jaren? Say she dash. I would say she is a she coon. She's a she coon. (laughs) (laughs) A chick coon. Okay, it's pr- it's pretty clear. You have anything you want to say a, about a why coonis, she's a coon? A coonness. A coonness. Yeah. Okay. Um, Got it. Why? So well, I mean, it really doesn't matter anymore. I think we've already uh, yeah ex- we, we got communicated her from the black race, so we don't need to even discuss that one. All right. So while we're on this coon talk. Let's talk about Lil Wayne. <laughs> Is Lil Wayne a coon? And so check this out. There was an interview on ABC's Nightline, and supposedly they received some rare access of Lil Wayne. 
and they granted him or they they were granted with special interviews right yeah and so he was asked a bunch of questions and in typical little wayne fashion he answered them the way he answered them which is different right so he was specifically asked his opinion on black lives matter he attempted to suggest that he didn't know what it was and he didn't feel connected to it and if you shouldn't associate with things you don't feel connected to and he separates himself because he's a young black rich mfa and he doesn't feel connected to black lives matter but he is connected to the red flag that he pulled out of his pocket he said he's a gangbanger and that makes him connected Okay. Hold on, you missed you missed, minute, you missed the hottest line though. He had the hottest bar of the year. He said his life matters to his bitches. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta get that he child support, that. you know? He did say that. He he said his life matters because, you know, uh first he did say he was a young black rich mfa and he also said that he sees white people at his shows he sees everybody there so apparently his life matter and he said his life matter his life definitely matters to his bitches right so lil wayne um coon no coon tia go first i'm on the I'm I'm on the fence about this. Are one. you fencing? Why are you fencing? This is pretty clear to me. This is well, pretty clear. I'm, I'm going to say this. He is right. If you have no idea why you're claiming something or saying you want to be a part of something, you should not go out and speak on it. So if he does not feel connected to the Black Lives Matter movement, then he should not say that he is. Okay, I'm with that. You want me to go second, Jaren? Um, or you want to go? Just to interject, a month ago, he was shouting out Black Lives Matter on the, on the stage at one of his shows. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you're right, you're right, he did. So, that don't make him a coon, that makes him a hypocrite. Yeah, <laughs> that man. makes him a liar for saying he didn't know what it was. Um, so, you want who, who you want me to go second? Well, wait, oh, go hold on, I'm not done. So, and when he say he doesn't know what that means he knows what it means but I guess he's saying why do we even have to say black lives matter it's evident that black lives matter because I'm rich and I perform with and have white people and, and white fans in, in the crowd right so, so it was a very selfish view because he kept saying him being rich and he got fans but he can only speak for himself but he sees what else is going on now he see other people I, I, I took it that what black black lives matter what is that what does that even mean i took that as so he's a, so are you still on the fence cuz you riding for him pretty hard so that's no, that i no am for still you? on the fence and I, because i was going to go to what jaren had to say he said that black lives matter i don't know just say no to drugs that's i mean <laughs> something right. else is going so jaren am i going or you going cuz i got a specific reason why he he was good to go until he performed one action bro go ahead all right he was good to go with his whole view because that's his opinion. He is who he is. He was hypocritical. But when he pulled out that red flag and say, <laughs> I'm connected, I'm a gangbanger, bro, you cooning right now on, on, on mm. Nightline on ABC because now you're upholding a stereotype. Yeah, you rich. Why do you have to be a gangbanger? There's people who are dying because they have no other choice but to gangbang in their mind because that's where they live you rich dog I, I had all of Wayne's albums 
Lil Wayne's albums all the way from the first one. I even uh, what was the first one? Um, ah, uh, jeez, the, the one with him and BG. No, 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 oh. the one with him and BG on it. Oh, when like yeah. he was like twelve, bro, eleven or twelve. Oh, I don't had know. that. Had had uh, the block is hot. He had on red and blue on the block is hot. Both rags. He was not gang banging back then. He didn't start gang banging until kid, he got so hot. He was a kid. Real gang bangers start gang banging at 9, 10, that, 11, 12 years that's old. That's true. So, okay. yeah, he was not gang banging. So, for him to pull that out and then talk about he's a gang banger, bro, you just Maybe jumped, in California, you jumped into the coon pool. Maybe in California, but I think in most other places it's not really like that. Dog, you go to Chicago, <clears throat> it's 10, 11. Dude, you remember Lil Mouse? The no. rapper Lil Mouse? No. Oh, yeah. I don't. You don't know the rapper Lil Mouse? Wayne jumped on one of his tracks. He's like eight, nine years old rapping. You gotta hear that track. I forgot what it's called now. But uh, he's gonna the one that, that, that Rick Ross. Gonna mess around, gonna mess around, get, get smoked. smoked. Yeah, he gonna yeah. F around, gonna F around, go F around, get smoked. He's, he's like eight savage. years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but anyway, years. point is, when he pulled that out, bro, and said that he's cooner? connected because he's a gangbanger, he jumped into the pool of coonery. But go ahead. Is um, and I love Lil Wayne, bro. I I love his music. But go ahead. Um, one second, think? I need to research something real quick. Okay. Hmm. Oh man. I was trying to I see am. what do you call a baby raccoon? Because that's what <laughs> Little Mouse is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I couldn't find it. No, no. Wait. So no. wait. Could no, no. He oh, wait a that, minute. Hold on. Can you be cooning if you do not know any better? If you were not taught anything different? No, that's what I'm saying. You got to okay. know what it is and you got to purposely go and do it knowing that it's a stereotype. If you living in your own world and you don't know that this is a, you know, you don't know that if you think that gangbanging is the way that you need to grow up, that's the way to get around on your neighborhood. That's all you know. You're not cooning at that point. But when you get on and you become Chris Brown and all of a sudden you're a hardcore blood because you moved to L.A., bro, you are cooning right now. I think you're going to be cooning if you... can. If you're saying you're you're in the gang and then when you get money, you get out. They can say you're cooning now. Uh, no, no. I'm just not in the gang no uh, more. So, But they uh, can say you're cooning because you're not... Oh, so you too good to be in the gang now? Guys, Fuck guys, yeah, I'm too good. Guys. Oh, go ahead. Guys, go I, ahead. I found out what a baby coon is called. It's called <laughs> a kit. <laughs> oh, a kit? A kit. Man, I knew that already. That sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Lil Mouse is a kit. Yeah, Got he's it. a kit. All right. So Lil Wayne for you, bro. Is he cooning or not? <sighs> All right. So... In the words of the legend, and he popped up in the show twice today, the legend, Dave Chappelle, who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this? Why do we care what Lil Wayne has to say about Black Lives Matter? This is the same okay. guy who said that he's going to beat the pussy up like Emmett Till. Right. And he, and he also said beating up the block. Yeah, I'm getting my Emmett Till on. <laughs> But that was in 2006, so nobody really caught that one. Right. But uh, And to this day, Apple actually um, edits that part of the song out. He said okay. that he wants to fuck every girl in the world. Okay. He shot up hundreds of people in all his songs. 
Why do we okay. care what Lil Wayne has to say about Black Lives Matter? If anything, right. if anything, the reporter was the coon in this situation. <laughs> for because Why? she, knowing good and damn well that Lil Wayne is not going to be nothing, it's not going to produce anything about this uh, topic but a soundbite. She 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 did what what her um her masters told her to do, and she oh, okay. asked Little and Wayne this question. question. Don't have nothing to do with anything this man does. He's not the person. Ask Killer Mike this question. Don't ask Little Wayne. Ask somebody yeah. who's really about that life about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, That's fair. Banner. I get yeah. that. So but he was just on a uh, Sports Center though, and he and he they know, he too. answered that question. <laughs> what they coons too for asking I forget what it wasn't about Black Lives Matter it was about um, um, what does he see Kaepernick. racism or whatever oh yeah yeah it was kind of like the Kaepernick Black Lives yeah. Matter it was all connected so again but, why is Lil Wayne I know, I know Lil Wayne likes sports he, he has all the money in the world so he can go into any sporting event he wants but why is he on ESPN they cooning they cooning by having him on there the reporters the reporters the reporters are the coons in this situation for asking those stupid ass questions to Lil Wayne. No. Why do we Lil care Wayne about Lil Wayne is a known crazy sports fan. He's known as a as a sports fan. So to reach the demographic that they have they have all kinds of people on there. So ask say, him, you know what? Ask him we want to reach the so we want to reach the little black who's going to think goes to the Super Bowl this year. Who's going to be in the NBA finals? Don't ask him no shit about Black Lives Matter. In the national anthem, I bet Lil Wayne can't even tell you, can't even recite the national anthem. I don't know. Maybe he can't. He can't. <laughs> oh, and he's gonna call a game on him like that. You don't know Wayne. You don't know Wayne like I know Wayne. So my oh, my you, an- you never answered the question. My though, final is answer: he a coon? No, he is not a coon. The reporter is a coon. Okay, what about the connection bringing people? He's bringing down the race, being a young black rich mf'er. But he's he's gang banging though. I'm a gang banger. He said those words, bro. He's not gang banging. He's 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 not a coon. He brought out the flag and said he was gang banging, bro. Dude. He self proclaimed himself. I don't care. So I've been why listening. is Snoop? So why is Snoop a coon and he's not a coon? I didn't say Snoop was. I didn't say Snoop was a coon. Oh, I did. Okay. You said that, so you need to explain. <laughs> so you need to explain that shit. Right. Oh. <laughs> That's well, a really no, good question. Wait, well, no, that's a really good it question. It is. No, it is because at first, Jaren, you said that if you were gang banging and destroying your community or bringing down the black right, people, he he's trying to say that Wang ain't really gang banging, but he said he but was. Wang so, made four hundred degrees. Uh, Snoop made five hundred degrees. Five hundred degrees. <laughs> five hundred degrees. Snoop made doggy before. style. Yep. So no, I, I can't disrespect these people because of this. Uh, Dog, it's not disrespectful to call him a. I don't think coon it. is disrespectful. I, I won't All right, how about this? How about we don't say he is a coon, but was he cooning? At yeah, the he time? was cooning. I won't participate. That's in all this I'm saying. Any further? He was cooning. I love Wayne to death, but he was cooning when he pulled out that flag and said he's connected. He's a game banger, bro. You a young black rich mf like you said. Dog, you don't need to do that. You upholding a stereotype. I think you was cooning at that I think, moment. I think we can call him a troll. He might have been trolling there by doing that. Mm. He might have been using. He might have been lose, using has- a law of power by by giving like uh, this bad attention to to get you know just attention. Promote, period to promote that book. Yeah. 
Well, I do find it funny though that that whole interview. I might have heard like two or three times how unapologetic Wayne is, but the day after that interview came out, he was on TMZ apologizing for being insensitive or whatever he said. He actually did apologize. He didn't. So, he, according to TMZ, that is. Yeah. And USA Today, according to them, he 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 apologized for his statements that he made, and he fired his publicist, bro. That's how you know it got real. I don't know if his publicist told him to say that or what, but he fired his publicist, according to sources online. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's right. that. So we want to get into this to this to this new new. Ah yes, I All right. will definitely. It's time. It's time. It's time. All right, guys and ladies, we want to play a game. Or ladies and gents, ladies should be first. We want to play a game. All right, this is going to be new and. Um, you want to explain the rules? You want me to explain the rules? I, I could do it. You got it. All right. So there are going to be three choices. Okay. Three choices to choose from. We each get a choice. So Jaron, Tia, and I will each get a would each get a choice of a topic. The topic that we're going to discuss is depression. Right. And so okay. Um, we figured there are three. We chose three different ways that you can deal with depression. Yep. And the way the three ways we said would be um, marijuana, weed, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, we said science or uh, medication. Yep. And prayer, religion. Okay. Got it. So there is a topic, and there's three choices. So Jaron chose that topic. Tia chose who got each choice right. from the topic. So Tia, who got what? Um, TJ has prescription medications. Science. Okay, science. And Jaron has prayer. Okay. Yep. And I have the green Prozac marijuana. Ah. Oh, that's the green Prozac? It comes back around. I Full see what circle, you did baby. there. Yeah, nice. Nice hook, line, and sinker. So I have science. Jaron has prayer. And Tia has marijuana the green prozac wow that's wow i've never heard that one before that's a that's a good one so the rules to the game are going to go similar to a debate and what's going to happen is the first person is going to get two minutes to explain why their choice is the best and then the other two people oh the first person gets two minutes right the other two people they're going to get 30 seconds one at a time uh to rebuttal the explanation of the first person's choice and then the second person will go and then the other two people get a rebuttal and then the third person will go and then the other two people will get a rebuttal for 30 seconds and then last or not lastly but each person at the end will get one minute to uh, have a closing statement and then lastly at the end you the listener gets to decide who did it better or who you know you get to choose whose side you're on okay um and by the way to tia and jaron if you don't use all of your time you won't be penalized you just better hope that your argument was strong enough all right so my job was to choose the order this time okay our topic was what's the best method to deal with depression was it marijuana was it science or was it prayer and uh jaron will go first Tia will go second and I will go last. Okay. So Alright. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. 
You're gonna go first, so I gotta get my timer to go. Looks like you might get the timing going. Okay. Yep. All right. You tell me when you're ready, good sir. Start my clock. You know what I'm saying? All right. I'm getting the clock ready right now. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So you're going to get two minutes. It's going to be uninterrupted. You give your reasoning on why prayer is the best way to deal with depression. I'm just going to stop you at the two minutes. I'm not going to give you 30 second one and minute 30 second one. And you just talk and you better hit your points and get them all that you can. If you stop early, just say that you're done and I stop. <coughs> cool. Okay. Um, that works for me. I'm ready. Fighters, are you ready? Ready. ready. Go. Okay, so I'm going to bend the rules a bit. Um, I have a special guest here today, and I'm going to let him do my debate for me. And so, um, sorry, would you like to come up? Get on the mic. Don't tell me you got DMX there. Um, no, I have uh, Reverend Cognac Cuffington. Okay. And uh, Let me hit a rev. Reverend, come on. Brothers and sisters, everyone's and everyone's. Now, I'm going to be quick because these haters only gave me ten, two minutes. Now, this message I come to, to deliver to you today is this message that when you feel alone, all you need is God. You don't okay. need no dove sack. You don't need no reefers. Okay. They might tell you you need an antidepressant. They may tell you you need to sit down and talk to a counselor. Well, I'm here to tell you that there is only one counselor and he will never lead you astray. He will never watch that clock on you. You don't have to even go to the corner to find him. And his name is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. He may come when he, oh, excuse me, he, that's a devil, devil interrupting. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. His line is open 24 seven. He will always answer. Your card will never be declined. Even your EBT, <laughs> sister Tia. Oh, now <laughs> Philippians 413 says I can do everything through who? Through Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Through Christ who strengthens me? Is that what you were trying to say? Sister Tia, is it your time right now? Stop. Is it your time? <laughs> it is now, well. if I interrupted you during your time, it's going to be a problem, wouldn't it? No. Now, I'm a holy man. <laughs> this is Reverend Cuffington well, can talking. Jaren, can, you, can you get Jaren back on the line, Rev? Your time is up, Rev. Rev sound like he ain't already got some green Prozac. But, right. No, no, he's Cognac Cuffington. He's sipping on a little yak. You better have the good stuff too, Rev. Okay, I got. My, I'm gonna come. I'm coming back with my closing. All right, we even gave you extra. And I'm gonna serve y'all asses. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, you can't say that. Okay, what? guys, I'm back. <clears throat> All right. Okay. All right, so rebuttal time. All right, I guess I'll go first on the rebuttal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 30 seconds. I get oh, 30 seconds. You want me to, to do it? Yeah. All right, I got 30 you. 30 seconds. And uh, go. 
Cognac Cuffington. Are you serious? So you're going to listen to a reverend that's been sipping in grandpa's cough syrup? I don't know if you can take what he says serious. I say that uh, Jesus is important and that's prayer is a method. That's a good method. Um, but the problem is, is that you have to wait on prayer. And if you got depression going on, I mean, how long are you going to wait? You know what I'm saying? You want some type of relief right now because when you depress, hell, you might kill yourself by the time you get your prayers off. Time. And, and you, I, it's only 30 seconds? Wow. Yes, yeah, 30 I seconds. I said a minute. Quick. No, no it's a minute to close, huh? Yeah, a minute to close. Okay. Well, yeah. I got to be quicker next time. Man, I was just about to get to my damn point. Now I got to use it on Tia. But what? <laughs> All right. So, Tia, you get your 30 seconds. All right. I got All it. Right. I'm ready. You got it? So, so you you were buttling uh, cognac Cuffington's uh, prayer is the best way to deal with depression. Go. Go ahead. A drunk pastor can't tell me anything. <laughs> I do agree with praying, but in the meantime, while I'm waiting on the Lord's timing, I need to do something that's going to help me. So that's why the Lord blessed us with this beautiful earth that has given us what we call the green Prozac. Hello. <laughs> You done? Time? I'm done. All right. She she stopped a little. All right. That's cool. All right. So <clears throat> tea is up for the green Prozac now. Um, you get two minutes. Okay. To talk about the green Prozac. And Jaren, you can start the time because okay. you're on that side. Tia, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. And go. Feeling down, feeling ugly, unwanted, worthless, feeling like a waste of human skin think about bashing your head in or somebody else's head in that my friend is depression come on and get you some green prozac it relaxes you it will also allow you to open your mind to think about other ways you can deal with your depressing issues it puts you in a good mood plenty of laughs i mean gut busting knee slapping tear jerking laughs you're jerking laughs i'm sorry it also allows you to get a good night's rest and will allow you to not wake up with a hangover but energized there hasn't been one suicide from a person using marijuana unlike okay. prescription drugs <coughs> tj um doing marijuana also helps with other health issues such as migraines controlling seizures nausea stiff joints so make sure you do roll up your green prozac joint so you don't have to worry about that you can smoke it eat it drink it allow it to dissolve under your tongue or get it in a lotion form oh and what happens when it wears off nothing you just go back light up eat up or drink up and go back to your happy place so if you are suffering go back to being depressed (laughs) <laughs> no. So if you're suffering from depression, get you some green Prozac. Oh, what about little children? They get into your stash? Don't worry. Sit them in front of the TV with some snacks. You don't have to call child uh, services Whoa, or easy. poison control because it will not kill you. Sit them in front of the TV. Put on Dumbo or Alice in Wonderland. Give them some snacks and they're going to crash. Hold on. I'm going to stop her time hours. for a second. The Corpus Streets does not. Uh, uh, we do not support what she just said. No, yo, um, dog, dog. You get a rebuttal. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying. The court, I just had to speak on the behalf of the Corpus Streets. How and much time legal reasons. I stopped her time. I'm going to let her keep going. OK. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You do that in your rebuttal. Stop interrupting so people's time. So what I'm time. saying because <laughs> children right, go. get into things. And if you're worried about your children getting a hold of your green Prozac, you don't have to worry about them being taken away or taking them to the hospital to get their stomachs pumped because it's natural. The Lord gave you this herb. So 
it will wear off and your child will be okay. You do need to be responsible, but you do not have to worry about long-lasting damaging side effects of the Green Pearls Act. Time. Can I go first on this rebuttal? Because I got some things to say. Go ahead. Wait. All right, so... Wait, what? When you rebuttal, do I get to say something back? No. You get to close. closing. You get one minute close. So if you want to dedicate your one minute on me, you can freely do that. All right. All right, go. Medical marijuana. So check this out. First of all, (laughs) you might not have to worry about your kids when they get a hold of your green Prozac, but they're going to feel like they dying. Okay. And it's going to be hard to deal with them. Another thing, medical marijuana is only legal in like 25 states. So if you don't, I mean, if you happen to be in like a Texas or Georgia, Missouri or Florida, you can't get your hands on medical marijuana, so you got to go to the street corner and go to get peanuts Time. marijuana. And you don't know. Go. Yeah, so you were talking about medical marijuana, but what about, like, the people that aren't getting getting it legally? So it is illegal, right? And they could put anything in it, and they often do. It might be hair. It might be grass clippings. It can be uh, toenails. <laughs> it could be anything. So if you want to smoke that stuff, you go right ahead. And the paper's bad for you. Now, if they use like cigar leaves, like tobacco leaves, tobacco leaves, good call to it. It'd be good. Uh, you're good. You got. You know it. what? So I feel like it should be like that little <laughs> spillover, like when somebody like on the rap battles. You get you get to finish that you get last to finish line. that last bar. We gotta we gotta All put right. that in. All right, so maybe maybe next time we'll let you finish the last bar. I just don't want it to be the last bar being a, another thirty seconds. So but if somebody's saying high bars, that last though, you gotta let them. You gotta let them eat. Nah, 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 son. You should have got your time right. You knew it was a thirty second battle. All right, you should have got your thirty seconds right. All right, so is it my turn yet? It is, is it your my turn. Because I'm gonna tell y'all, I got I got some stuff to say. I'm gonna tell y'all why the science is better. Jaren, you got the time. Oh. Uh, yeah, my bad. Two minutes on the clock. Go. Yep. Yo, check it. The lo- the logic of science can help you determine the root cause of your issue rather than just putting a Band-Aid on it. I mean, you're sitting there half dead from depression. You're hurting. You're, you're, you feel terrible. And you don't know why. And you know what? You can go ahead and pray about it. But tomorrow chances are the very next day you're still gonna wake up depressed you can get your green prozac or whatever else or your granddaddy kush and you're gonna wake up after that high dies down and you're still gonna be depressed you know what these meds can help you sleep you know what you can have a doctor help dial in the amount of whatever med you need you know what i'm saying and help you out because you know they say that depression is uh, a chemical imbalance if i need some if i need if i have a chemical imbalance Marijuana only lasts a certain amount of time. Tell me what I need to balance out my brain. That's exactly what I want. Meds, are, they start working within minutes. I mean, if you eat your marijuana cookie, your green Prozac cookie, that can take about two hours. If you, if you, if you start praying, we know we have no idea how long that's going to take. There's no timetable on that. So at least with the with the meds, it'll start working within a couple minutes. It's socially acceptable. If you want to be discreet, you can do it. If you want to be confidential, you can do it. You just pop a pill in your mouth and you take your medicine that the doctor prescribed you. So you're trying to be responsible with it. That green Prozac, you're going to tell your kid you're smoking weed. That's what you're going to do. You're going to light up in front of your kid. You don't want them to know. You got a 15-year-old kid. They know exactly what you're doing. And they think you're lying about that depression just so you can get the weed. So I say 
no to the weed. I say prayer is good, but it needs to go alongside with science and medication. That's what I believe about that. You done? I'm good. All right. Who wants to do the first rebuttal? I'll go. Okay, hold on. You ready? I'm ready. Go. All right, so you mentioned medicine works in minutes. That's not true. Not all medicine works in minutes. Most don't. The lower um, ended medicines um, actually sometimes take a few weeks, almost a month to begin working and start getting those. Uh, uh, ser- what's it called? Serifrin? What's the serotonin? Serotonin. serotonin. Yeah. To get the, to get that all going. Um, Time. <laughs> all right. Um, that's you. Now, Jaren, you can keep the time for Tia. You got 30 seconds. And go. Prescription drugs are the new is the new crack. <laughs> what? It damages your liver. You get addicted, and it will hit your health report, and that will lower your chances of having life insurance. And your kids can get a hold of your prescription medication as well. Okay. And it's very costly. That's it. That's it. You good? Yep. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna be enough listens to take me down. That was only like a fifteen second rebuttal. I mean, I, I went hard on mine. No. Okay. So we're going closing right now. Yeah. So we'll go in the same order. Jaren, you get your closing first. You go for it. All right. So, All right. And um, I'm gonna start the time. Hold on. Hold, hold, on, on, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. You get one minute. Rev, would you um, like to close close this out here? <clears throat> Brother TJ, go ahead <laughs> and start my time. Start it. There ain't One nothing minute. else that I can tell you. Jesus is the light of the world. What do these young people say? They want the the lights on. Uh, they want they want it bright. Um, Reverend Comforting, you mean they want it lit? That's what they say. You want it lit? Well, if you don't have the light, that cigarello, you don't got to write that cigarello. See, that's the devil again. I'm here to tell you that it's lit in heaven. (laughs) Amen. And, uh, uh, and Ben Carson is a coon. Okay, Rev. Time. Time. Wow. All right. So, Tia's going next. You have one minute to close. Go. As a reminder, marijuana is a herb from the earth that the Lord has given us that we call home. So, I invite you to get your green Prozac, relax, kick back, and not kill yourself, which could be a side effect of TJ's medication. So I can be taking the medication for depression. And by the way, it does not take minutes for medication to kick in. And with the Mm -hmm. medication that you're talking about, it can take weeks before it can take effect Mm. for you to feel a change in your mood. So get your green Prozac, whether you want to eat it, drink it, rub it, whatever you want to do with it, it's going to work right then and there. And it will also 
give you something that you can kick back and relax to. Why are you waiting for the Lord to answer your prayers? So get you some green Prozac. It's natural and it's safe. And it can be prescribed by a doctor. Time. So wait a minute. Okay. Are you saying that you can like it can be lotion? Like there's marijuana lotion? It's it's topicals. Yes, you have lotions. You have lemonade. You have tablets. Wait, that wait, can wait, wait, I'm not saying your sell your point anymore. I'm just saying answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, see, and do you, you do you go around smelling like like Kush or like what is that? No, that it's work? a very very light scent. No hell no. Hey, stop stop all this collusion. <laughs> nah. You can access on y'all own time. Uh, okay. I'm ready to close. All right. And go. Close the chapter to that. So wait. So check it. So y'all was talking about, yeah, it takes, you know, up to weeks. Sure. No, 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 Wait. No. D- wait. Is this t- part of wait. Your closing? Stop yes, the time. This stop is my- the time. Stop oh. the time. What the hell are you? Tia, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't hear you say go. You ain't listening. That's that. So we might have to disqualify you, or you got to lose that points green or Prozac. Oh, no, yo, you got to say that? that in the beginning. No, yo, you have to set the rules. Give me my time. Yo, I, I get to start it. over. I stopped it. No, no. Jaren, you cooning right I now. I don't even Whatever. know what I got off because she interrupted me, bro. Oh, I start oh, all the way over. Yeah. Yeah. No, give me my time <laughs> back, bro. I'm I'm upset, bro. Okay. We. I will. I will. Back. As the judge at this moment, um, and the timekeeper, I will allow this. This is my closing. Tia, hush. All right, and go. All right, so y'all was talking about how uh, there's a chance that it takes weeks for it to kick in. Sure, it takes some time to kick in, but when it kicks in, it starts working. Prayer, on the other hand, it takes months, years to kick in, potentially. And green marijuana, sure, you get up that minute, but it'll come down in two, three, four hours. Now, I got a question that's rhetorical, so you don't have to answer, but if it was burning every time you went to go pee, what would you rather have? Would you want some granddaddy kush? Would you rather have a pray, pray, pray until the burning goes away? No. You would rather have a test to see if it's a sexually transmitted infection or urinary tract infection. You know why? Because you can get the proper treatment. That's what science is. Okay? So don't give me a band-aid to cover up my problem. Find a root cause to make the problem go away. Depression is a chemical imbalance. Balance me out. All right. Wasn't we talking about depression? I know. That's what I was thinking. Where's all this dick talk coming from? I'm just saying. I'm saying you need to find the root cause. No, 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 Don't no, no, just no, no, go. No. On a, you need nope. to find the root cause to depression. You talked about having a burning penis. Yeah. You go back and listen to it again. You'll understand the connection I was trying to make. Mm-mm. I'm saying that science is what works. Well, so I'm listeners, saying. you decide. Get your green Prozac. <laughs> nah, man. It's all about that science. All right. So we good on that. I hope you guys have fun with that game. We had a good time making it and doing it. In case you didn't get it, this is going to be a uh, standalone uh, spinoff show of the Corporate Streets. Right. I don't know how often we're going to do it yet. It'd be nice if we could do it every week. It's not guaranteed yet, but when we grace you with it, I'm guaranteed that you'll enjoy it because we're having fun. We know you're going to have fun and you get to tell us who did it the best. All right. Uh, So now we wrapping up. I'm ready. Let's close it up. All right, so check this out. You know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast, and you can be listening to anyone in the world, but you're listening to us, and we definitely appreciate it. You know the radio is boring. It's repetitive. Same old songs. 
Um, let's see what's in rotation. It's probably still Drake right now because he had an album. They might get some Meek Mill in the rotation. He's trying to get the people's ear again. But I tell you what, at the end of the day, the brain savage. is the most important tool you own. So you need to stimulate it so you can tune into us. We'll stimulate your mind. We had some thought provoking discussions today. We even had a new game. We got that food for thought. So you need to go ahead and get your fork, your spoon, a napkin, a chair, a plate. And pull up a chair and eat with us. Get this food for thought. Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Power Cast. So whether you're corporate, whether you're street, regardless of your mentality, I know you want to control your life. You want to get that power. So we give you the tools you need. We're reading the, the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. We read it, ingest it, and give our interpretation of the book. And we try to get an understanding of how you can apply it to your life or how we've applied it to our lives or how we see celebs applied it to their lives. So the book is interesting to us. The power cast is dope. Go check for it every single Friday. If you want to talk to us about Coonan, your views on celebrity consciousness, like Lil Wayne talking about whether he knows about Black Lives Matter or not, you can hit us up at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That's thecorporatestreets at gmail.com you need help handling the situation drop us a line because we can help you we are the advice connoisseurs you need to go rate comment and subscribe on itunes and soundcloud so you don't have to go looking for us we'll come to you every tuesday for this podcast every friday for the powercast we have a facebook page it's the corporate streets podcast and we have the twitter handle at corp streets and you know what you're listening to this is the corporate streets podcast this is the podcast for people who don't have a problem writing and holding their congressmen accountable for their promises, but love Lil Wayne's music so much that you're willing to overlook his insensitive comments about the Black Lives Matter movement. Peace. I'm glad he apologized, man. Yeah, I'm not. Thank you, Tia, for coming out. You normally could laugh at that part. Thank you but for having me. That was Thank such you. a serious topic. There. I hope everyone chooses to uh, get that green Prozac. Yeah, thanks for coming out to you. Thanks. How can you keep campaigning for your your time is over? <laughs> Yo, that is shady, ain't it? Yo, she cheating right now. We need to cut out some of her talking, bro. Right. Like cut out, yeah, cut out some of her time on her uh, when she gets to do her her clothes. All right, all right, peace. peace.